I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roy Keane is the type of guy to tell someone to man up. Oh, no, this is the, this is the one. Right. Already? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Already? this is the one I might need to cut out. Let me know in the you chat. Said, I put it at the said... top, didn't I? I put it at the top, I didn't think. All right. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I decide whether it stays or goes? Yeah, you can see it, can you? Roy, Roy King is the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Is everyone all right? Does anyone want to say anything before we begin? I just want to say morning slugs, but more, more specifically, any dogs out there? And, yeah, all the dogs. All the dogs. All the dogs out there. It's getting so confusing. I'm so confused. Right, let's begin. Welcome back, everyone, to the James and Flav for now podcast with me, James and Flav, who apparently, according to Danny Galloway in the Patreon chat, has a fringe like an enforce enforcer midfielder from two thousand and four. Happy with that? Yeah, um, it doesn't make me feel anything really. Uh, you got um, some comments I'm, I'm, about your hair being good last week. I don't. I just didn't put any gel in it like this week. It's got. It's got to a point where. Are we really talking about this today's podcast? We've got a title because I've got three pages of uh, people telling me what Roy Keane is like. Roy Keane is the kind of guy. Is, uh, is littered. So thank okay. you for that. Comments were very strong last week. There's one, there's one Roy Ke- <laughs> there's one Roy Keane is the kind of guy that I will say, if you see a jump cut in this podcast, it's because I, the rule is if I laugh out loud, I have to put it in. I laughed out loud, so I'm going to say it. But if it's like, I'll let the patrons decide, that's too far, probably cut it out. That will be a decision that we will need to make. These are the the patrons that are the moist slugs that are watching now as we record this as live for them. Yes. Uh, More on them. More on them in a big way later. Because uh, for those of you who don't know what a slug is, stick with it. Uh, I'll try and explain in a bit. But there seems like there could be a possible revolution occurring. I don't know. We'll we'll dive into that. Got some great quotes. We've got um, someone's... um, Someone's satisfied your need for to have a story about a ch- crying child. Oh, good. Which again was one of those moments where I was just like, I typed typed the header for the running order: crying children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got lots of Roy Key. We got one or two. Try to lower it down so you could hear that one. 
Derby games. Uh, and actually, even in the Derby games, people were turning on each other now as well, which is interesting. What's, what's going on in our community? Like, they used to be so... I, I, yeah, together. we need to we need to keep an eye on it because there's there's things are brewing. Yeah, um, and we'll. I have no football chat in there at the moment. I've got one calm take from someone which we can talk about, but uh, you know I'm happy to talk about QPR because the boys are a flying right now. Hence the QPR shirt today. I saw it there. I thought, yes, I'm going to pop you on. Let people know all courts a winner, anyway. mate. What you're doing this one of the the your trends on sorry uh, strands rather is like talking about games that are happening. Yeah, City, Arsenal getting beaten by Villa. Yeah, we just were part of one of the most mental games I've ever watched, and there's nothing on your channel. Yeah, I was watching The Handmaid's Tale, weren't I? The missus. So uh, didn't. Oh, uh, you got a trade off. How much football you got? Got to be careful. Be always thinking. Always thinking. Like, I've got. I don't know. Some people have the uh, diary written down. It's all up here. <laughs> and actually, I snapped. Right. Uh, I snapped a flam the other day. She went. <laughs> she went. Because uh, I go. I, you know, what I'm like. I think about things. And so I was, I'm thinking, like, what am I doing tomorrow? What am I doing tomorrow? Okay, right. I've got this, and then I can do that, and then I'll get this done, and I'll be able to stream at this time. And then I. And then fam, we woke up. Fam goes, fancy lovely day today. Fancy a walk. And I went, I went, fam, you can't do that. You can't do that to me. I've got, I have plans in my own head. You can't just do that. I went mad at her. She was like, just, just thought it might be nice to go for a walk. <laughs> no, no, I've got to, I've got to let people know about my problem in Manchester City, which isn't really a problem. It's just, it's just a good title. Anyway. What, what's, um, what, so do you have to set aside days for, for like your alone time? No, I just want work. I want there to be balance in our relationship. And so I need to invest yeah, in really. our relationship. So I'm always thinking, I like I don't really consider this work a lot of the time. So I'm thinking, right, if I can do this game or that game. So for example, Man City Spurs. I looked at I was looking at what are the games this week? Man City Spurs, 5.30. So over the weekend I said, fam, I'm gonna need to watch that one. So I can do a little video on it. And but Sunday, the games are so-so, so I will spend the day with you, which fortunately coincides with it being <laughs> Valentine's Day, you know? So, so that, just, that was fortunate, that worked out. But she doesn't know that, so don't, don't worry about that. Yeah, but also, Jim, you, you, you spent a long, a long time, you know, you're, you'd like to watch more football because you bloody love it, but naturally, in a relationship where only one half likes to watch football, it's it's you can't all the time it's 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 if you're not into football it's one of the most boring things to sit through you, of anything so you understand yeah generally in a relationship hang on in a relationship that you have to give and take but what you've done Jim, you're a genius right you've just created a career for yourself that means you have to watch lots of the football yeah she, i mean to be fair even she's like she's like what's going on it's on again like because before like most people that aren't into football have gone okay right saturday wednesday yeah Stop. Yeah. But like, it's like, what's on yeah. Tuesday? What's on today? I was like, you're, you're completely <laughs> right. There's so much football. It's mental. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, give, it's all about that. Give and take. My dad's always like, <laughs> my dad gives a bit, he goes, get it in the calendar quickly. Yeah. <laughs> get it in early. Make sure you get it in early. Um. Anyway. Uh, quotes of the pod. <laughs> last week was, um. last week was mental. Uh, Is it? Yeah, like fan walked in on me um, 
<laughs> was that, was that on here? Yeah, she, she she sport a really good link, to be honest. Um, I said she, from, from, I was going to go from fingering to lingering, and uh, but uh, she came in on fingering. <laughs> Sounds awful. Anyway, uh, but that was funny. Go back to last week's pod if you've missed it. It's very funny. And actually, a little quiz for you guys. I've got something to the right of me. What is it? Let me know in the comments below. See if you can guess it. Hang on. Is it there already? On the... No, it's not. Right. I've got something here. I'll give you a clue. Listen. What is it? <laughs> Football <laughs> podcast. <laughs> do people care? I think they do. They liked it last time. <laughs> okay. Right. right. Quote to the pod. Actually, do you know what? There's so many Roy Keens. I'm going to have to get through a few now. Roy Keane is the kind of guy Uh, Flav who would you like it to be next week uh, do a couple and I'll think of one okay Roy Keane (laughs) Roy Keane is the kind of guy so Sean Hines Roy Roy Keane is the type of guy to tell someone to man up oh no this is the the one right (laughs) already Okay, Already? this is one I might need to cut out. Let me know in the you chat. Said, I put it at the said... top, didn't I? I put it at the top, I didn't think. All oh, right. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I decide whether it stays or goes? Yeah, you can see it, can you? Uh, Roy, Roy King is the type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's just criticising, criticising Roy King, isn't it? Okay. Right. Go on, read it. Sean Hines. This is Sean Hines who said this. I'm just rereading it. Uh, Roy Keane is the type Don't of guy... Don't this up. Roy Keane <laughs> is the type of guy to... T- hang on. I need to make sure Sean Hines is in the sentence, otherwise they're going to get me. Sean Hines is... The- <laughs> Sean Hines says that Roy Keane is the type of guy to sell someone to man up after just being paralysed. <laughs> yeah. I c- he could have gone fuck with that, couldn't he? I mean, mate. Paralysed, to me, is quite tame. Is it? Could have gone for anything. Right. I look forward to that podcast <laughs> that you do with the guy who's paralysed and ask him. Seems a bit tame to me. You seem all right. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying being, being paralysed is, is tame. Yeah, it's I think I, I would, say it's, I would say it's the opposite of tame. I think it's a very, you know, probably difficult <laughs> life to lead. Thing is, in the in the in the interest of a good joke, you, you up the ante a bit more. I think. Okay. Um, do, do, do you have a fear, Jim? Do you have a fear? Of diving into a shallow swimming pool. I know someone or who did that, and um, her nose was like completely smashed up, and it's like her nose oh is like that God. now. And I never, I never knew her before, but she was like, I don't know how she brought it up. I don't think I, I hope I didn't ask at the time. I was young, I was like really young, <laughs> but yeah, I think someone asked her or something. Terrible, really. What, what is going on with your nose? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that fear, fear of diving. I have this thing of diving into sea and a rock being just below the surface. Fucking rank. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Uh, right. Just don't dive into a swimming pool. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It looks good. Always it? go feet first. It always looks. It look, always diving into a swimming pool will look so much cooler in your head than it does. In, yes. in real life you know you go, you go, in go how good was that how good was that I tell you what actually take my phone take my phone get out of slow-mo get out of slow-mo and it's not is it you're just like wail no your feet your feet are like that yeah yeah your feet are like that how was it how was it was it good was it good you watch your back you go just put your phone down uh, <laughs> A lot of um, lot of fam chat today, but um, fam can't dive. It's the cutest thing. Bless her, she tries. She'll give it a go. 
she, she can't get her head around the idea of diving. She's just like, so she just goes, she ends up, <laughs> she ends up diving. So imagine that's, that's a person. Like, so it's a palm for anyone just listening. Like imagine, uh, so when she dives, she'll go like this. She'll go <laughs> like that. She just go, <laughs> she just can't do it. She, for years she's been trying. Everyone's been trying to teach her. She can't do it. Anyway. Can't dive. More, far more nuanced here. David Hill. I used to go with the guy. I used to go to school with a guy called David Hill. Anyway, uh, Roy Keane thinks a peppered sauce is spicy food. He's that type of guy. It's quite nuanced. Good. Sean, Roy Keane is the type of guy to look the cashier dead in the eyes and say, "I want, the, I want the receipt for that too." Before they've had a chance to ask him if he wants the receipt. <laughs> I mean, just every every scenario of Roy Keane is just so intense. Imagine being married to Roy Keane. Is he married? I'm sure he's. Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. He's just he knows what people want from him, don't he? But he was and like that before, not, though, isn't he? Do you think he's, he's dialed not, it up? I think a little bit because he's doing adverts and, and doing all kinds of things now, and that like that isn't someone who wants to shy away from the limelight. It's someone who understands. Is Roy King knows what he's doing, knows what he's created for himself. Therefore, he he plays that out. I'm sure he doesn't go home and just go stares at his wife. Would you say? I mean, I feel what like he is, though. Flat. Can you imagine? Like, you know, like, we've spoken <laughs> it before, like, on the mailbags and stuff. Like, I, I was a runner. I was a runner at Al Jazeera Sport. And so, like, Sooness and Lineker and Shearer and Rude Hurley, all these guys were there. And But Roy Keane wasn't there at that time. I think he was still managing. I would have I would have been so afraid. I would have, I would just and not is, speak to him if I had had to who, be a Who was the best person you worked with under Al Jazeera in terms of footballers? What in terms of being nice? No, yeah, are they nice or um, Alan Kerbishley, absolute legend. <laughs> Ker- Kerbs, big... Kerbs and Houghton on a Thursday, Euro for League. Oh, lovely. Oh, God, really? Alice Ker- Alan Kerbishley and Ray Houghton. Yeah, he's so Alan Kerbishley is so great. He's so nice. He'd go, he'd, he'd, like normally you give them their food and then you get out of the studio, and he'd go, "Now sit with us." I was like, "I fucking love you so much." <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what so what did you do? Did you go? Yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Budget, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can fuck off, Ray. No yeah. one gives a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That goal in 1994. Oh, <laughs> he shanked that, didn't he? That's uh, anyone. This, uh, if you're a bit older, you wouldn't know about Ray Houghton in 1994. But most Irish people will be getting very angry right now. Ray Houghton scored a great goal against Italy to beat them, but he shanked it and thus lobbed the goalkeeper. That's that's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. There are some goals that there's some goals that like like Rooney's bicycle kick came off his shin, came off his shit. Man United fans are going, no, calm down, count. right? It's just a fact. Yeah, it's it a great did. goal, but he, he didn't come off his it. shin. He, he missed it. He missed it. He yeah. missed it. It's not. There's no look. We all appreciate what a great goal it was. We're just yeah. saying he's lucky. He got a bit lucky, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? He's fortunate. No, no. He's in that scenario. He's fortunate. Yeah, let's all just, uh, let's football fans, just take a step back, right? Just take a step back and think, sometimes goals that you love might have an element of luck in them. Yeah. It's not to take anything away from Wayne Rooney as a player. We're just saying that goal against your biggest rivals in Manchester City was a fluke. Yeah, and 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 and, it, and please stop showing replays of it because it's, you know, you're not showing the best of the Premier League there. You're playing. A, you're showing a six out of ten goal over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Can anyone in the comments let us know famous goals that were actually a bit 
That's you know, really overrated. Ricky Villa. Rick, Ricky Villa. Spurs oh, goal. It's oh. terrible. It's a crap goal. It's a crap what are you goal. About? I spent 15 years going, oh, Ricky Villa, that was a really good goal, wasn't it? And then I remember seeing it a bit old. I was like, that is shit. Do you know what? It is a great goal. It doesn't get a. <laughs> that is shit. Have you ever seen a goal like that again? What, beating one man and then putting it, passing it into the corner? You yeah. Beat one man. He, 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 oh, I, I'm wild. I don't He's round. He's round. Um, this just in from the patrons. Thank you, patrons. Um, this is uh, Louis. He's married. Roy Keane is married. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, is the audio okay, guys? Just to say, is it too loud or whatever? Let me know. Um, <laughs> okay, Roy Keane. I'm just going to rattle for a few here because we've got to have to well, come back to it. Uh, Dominic Green. Roy Keane is the type of guy to give his opinion on how best to do any DIY job whenever it comes up in conversation. Yeah. Uh, or he'd probably yeah. just tut his head, wouldn't he? I, you know how I feel about that. You know, the, the DIY thing. The kind of like, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, is, that a, um, is that a Jimmy Bobby screw? Is it? Yeah. Are you, what are you thinking? What is, my, my, I've told you, my, like Dom and Craig are the same and they're like, any any new house or place that they'll go to, they'll go, yeah, you could go through that. Yeah, I think you could go through that. <laughs> <laughs> I think DIY shit. Um, Roy Keane. Jay, uh, Jay Cartwright, for anyone, oh no, sorry, Dominic Green, for anyone struggling with DIY uh, conversations, I think I might have said this on a mailbag, but just in case, uh, the thing that you will need to do is nod knowingly and say, yeah, that's very common. That's what you need to say. If you say, yeah, it's very common, they will never go, well, is it common? They would never challenge you on that. And if it is common, you've kind of already belittled them anyway, so they'll just move on to the next thing. So if you are struggling with DIY chat, just yeah. say, just say there is, there yeah, is that's, that's like, very no common, how, I think. No, no matter how well you do in your life, Jim, right? There is, you can't, as a man, escape the feeling of inadequacy and and uh, what's the word emasculated mm-hmm. because you don't know really how to do diy in the house yeah all right it is you could be a millionaire but if a literally if a plumber comes in and can fix the toilet you're like that's a proper man yeah my, yeah my hands are too soft feel, feel <laughs> my, my hands feel like a girl yeah my you know fam I mean? says that and, as well and 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 i did i did a day's yeah. laboring and what i would say well i used Use my brain, not my hands. Yeah. Use my brain. But exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd like to be able to go and go, yeah, fucking sort it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Do you I, know, I, you know I, like, I, we've got, um, I, what, I, uh, you know, we've got, what have you made? Uh, what have you won? I think, what what have you made? You <laughs> it would be. But I think, uh, what have you made would just never work in this podcast because both of us go, piss off. <laughs> not a lot. What I've done, what I have <laughs> yeah. done, Jim. What I have done is when the missus went to work, I did two things in one day. And honestly, it would, it felt like the greatest achievement of my life. It's great. It was like when I got a job at Bull Street or when I signed my first contract, big contract since leaving Bull Street. Those are significant moments that changed my life. Neither of those things made me feel as good as fixing the, the – there was a, a little shelf where it had broken, basically. Too much detergent and shit had been put on it over the years. It popped down. I took everything out, took the shelf out, wow. put a couple of screws in there, used my noddle, yeah. put a couple of screws in, I put it back in, it works fine. On the same day, James, I changed the cold water filter, calc filter, on the old, um, on the old, uh, Jesus, this is low, isn't it? What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Don't, 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 you're a king, on the, on mate. The you're a king. You're a king. Do you know what the best bit about it, Jim? The best bit about it, Jim, though, is, is it was all calced up because it needed replacing. Oh, calced up, was it? Yeah, it's very common. 
Yeah, calc's up. Mate. And I, I, I had to get a screwdriver and jimmy it off. Jimmy mm. it off. And that was actually manual work. Yeah, that's very oh, cool. God. Fam, fam um, I, I've done... I did... When I was... What was I? I was 18. I did... I used to... I used to capture this cricket team and the lad who played in it was a, had a labouring firm. He was older. And uh, and I said, oh, you haven't got any work of you in it. So I did a day's labouring with him. And I, I bring it up to Fab all the time. She's like, what did you do? And I was like, sort of move cement and that. It was great. It was great. Labouring, labouring. I was like, how much labouring have you done? Yeah, shut up. Yeah, zero. Exactly. Just exactly. be quiet. Uh, J- no, Jake Cartwright, yeah. Roy Keane is the type of guy to tut loudly when he sees the groom crying on his wedding day. <laughs> You can see that's it. Father, imagine being—he's the father-in-law. Poor, it gets a bit emotional. That's good. Uh, Joe Hughes, Roy Keane is the kind of guy to send off his own kid when he referees his game. Owen Charlton, Roy Keane is the type of guy to have his life saved by a doctor, only for Roy Keane to say, well, "That's your job, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, your, your job. That's, your, that's your job." I can't do Roy. He That's does good. say that about anything about he's he's got nothing he hasn't got the time to invest in goalkeepers so he just goes but that's, that's your that's your but that's, that's your job job that is it, such a good that's your job that's you it's sort of like not loud is it he doesn't say it loud he's exasperated but it's not loud but that that's your that's your job do you know do you remember the do you remember the um you remember the the thing you got. It was the Aston Villa celebrating in the changing room because they got stay, they stayed up. I did agree with it that they're staying up for being, they're celebrating for being the seventeenth best team That's, in the league. Yeah, but come on, but the, but the expectations they were to finish seventeenth, wasn't it? At the start of that season, they needed to sit down and self reflect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the results this season, they they have done that. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Also, danger, danger. Full whistle, yeah, full whistle's gone. Yeah, no, we're fine, we're, we're fine. Get your journals out. Get your journals out, guys. We'll write, we'll, let's jot down how we're feeling. We thought about how we can improve for the next year. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not sure. Oh. My dog's having a little sick up. Can you hear that? <laughs> right, I think that's a good time to pause uh, on the uh, Roy Keane thing and uh, we'll go straight to quotes All of the right, pod because I reckon that might be in there. A little sick up. <laughs> You're a little sick, Frank. You're a little sicky. You're a little sick. Yeah, little sick. You're a little sicky. You're a little sicky. You're a little sicky. He's looking at me like, what? What is like that? Frank, you're a little sicky on the on the door. Little sicky. Little sicky was it? Little sicky. Little sicky. Oh, little sicky. You're gonna eat it. You're gonna eat it later. You're gonna eat it later. You're gonna come back to that. So confused. He's so confused. Looking at me. Gonna eat it later, are you? Eat it off the floor, legs of Frankie. <laughs> Boy, I'm so confused. Okay, right. Quotes of the pod, because I reckon that might be in there. Um, <laughs> Daniel Burgess, quote of the pod. <laughs> I don't understand eleven aside games. I don't understand it for full podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand it. <laughs> oh, that's gay. <laughs> 63 likes. <laughs> 63 likes. I can't take it back. No. no. All right, fair enough. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Actually, um, 
I will be unveiling what was on the right-hand side. It was... You'll like this, Flav. There's a pot. A pot of, uh, pot of mint tea. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> what do you think Roy Keane would say about that? Yeah, he's got no time for mint tea. He is, what do you think? We have, how does Roy Keane have his um, tea, do you think? Eight sugars, I bet he has. Just to prove a point. It'd just be black, wouldn't it? You'd just have black tea, no milk. Thing. I think he'd have, I'd really have milk, eight sugars, and they go, eight, eight sugars. He goes, <laughs> yeah, you were me. I said eight sugars, didn't I? That's just, uh, go get it. That's your job. That's your job. <laughs> That's his job. Uh, quite to the pod. <laughs> Christ. Uh, Mark Matthews, 78 likes on this one. Good. There could be a bloke, a bloody bloke, wearing female Jean-Paul Gaussier. I'd let him have a go of my bum. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I'm not saying because if I don't if you don't say probably, it's just like it's I've got to think about it. Yeah. You know, just just to to, it percolate just, somewhat. Just so we're clear, if it was a woman wearing female Jean Paul Gaultier, would you let her have a go on your bum? If she wanted to, yes. Probably. Probably. I know there'd be no probably there. Uh, Alexander Brunton, quote the pod, they don't deserve it. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then suddenly they're fingered. <laughs> you spend this whole podcast in tears. <laughs> what the f- and then suddenly. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was about. What was that about? Uh, I don't know, mate. Oh, the dog. Yeah, I think it's dog, dogs, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you missed last week's podcast, go back and enjoy all of that. Comments of the week. Uh, first up, Kai Reese. You know Kai, Flav. I know Kai. Kai's been helping me with oh, stats Hello, for, for the videos that we're doing recently. And he's been wonderful. So thank you, Kai. Um, knows his stuff. Knows his stuff. He's fantastic. Um, Kai Reese says, I can guarantee that everyone stuck their tongue out uh, last week when we showed the TikTok and one of us said, sticking your tongue out is sexy. <laughs> what I love about this comment is that it made me think of thousands of people hearing that and going, <laughs> sticking their tongue out. So what I thought might be fun is if the idea of getting being able to get thousands of people to do something as simple as, as whatever you want. Like, I can so <clears throat> to kick us off, I'm trying to think. Everyone, everyone watching um, right now, wherever you are, just do this. Just do that for me. How do you do it? Put your hands like that. Just do it. Just do it. Pause the pod. And I, do I, it. I'd like. I'd like. I'd also like us to do the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we need a fun. We need our own one though. Don't we? What are we saying though? Oh. Slug. <laughs> Slugs. Slugs. Moist slugs. Well, let's talk about that. Um, Oh, yeah. Brian O'Meara. 15 likes on this. James is going to lose his channel one day after the wrong person hears the best of Flav's quotes. Maybe. This is is a wild, wild west. You can't lose your channel. It's what's great about YouTube is there is no censorship unless you're proper wrong. Yeah. And... Despite what some people may think, I'm not that bad. There's much worse out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right. 
Now, patrons, if you aren't a patron as of yet and you want to get involved, uh, the Moist Slugs are in the chat right now. The likes of Keir Watson, Ryan Ward, Rob Turner, Rufus Attrell, Adam Lewis, Jan Stiebel, Ollie <coughs> Sage. We've got any new stuff? I think we've got some new slugs this week as well. Uh, we're nearly at 150. Who will be number 150? Whoever is number 150 will forever be known as 150, which would be great. What do they get for their money? What do they get for their money? We do a weekly mailbag uh, every single week. And of course, you get to join us live and, and have your um, imprint on the podcast itself. Uh, Oscar Stubbs also- became a patron last uh, last week. Didn't he have XSAS? He's in. Steve Delash. Oh, yeah, XSAS. Oscar yeah, he's got some stories as Oscar. Uh, Steve, Steve Delash. Delash. Steve Delash. Steve Delash just loves great night out. Promotes, makes... promotes club nights. It's all because you're always make, on yeah, Delash. Only makes... Delash. Delash only, only makes love to high-end prostitutes. Very, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, Adam Lewis. He will, not sleep. He, he will not sleep with normal women. He, he will only pay for it. Yeah. And he will, say to, he will ask them before they start. Go, Hang on a minute. Are you a normal? And you go, well, do you mean, if by that you mean I'm I'm not a prostitute. Yeah, right, I'm off. Yeah. You can enjoy the enjoy the hotel room for the evening. Um, There's £3,000. Yeah. Keir uh, Watson as well. Uh, you, um, also get access, you, you also get access to merch. That's well. it. Tell them. Tell them about it. We've got a T-shirt it. called Slug Life on it. Mm-hmm. And um, you, we don't make any money out of it. You pay what it costs to produce and whatever post, postage motif... Uh, t-shirt suppliers need um but yeah we make no money out of it but you get access to this cheap but a very high quality t-shirt yes. no, or is. jumper or a baby grow you can have it on a baby grow if you want a baby grow slug life baby grow we'll sort it out for yeah. you if you want it on a mug if you want it on a beach towel maybe a little bit of tacky jewelry you want it on that we can sort it out for you. it's no yeah. problem is that what you want do, do you, you want, want some tacky jewelry? are you into tacky jewelry do you want <laughs> do you want slug life on a printed canvas because if that's what you want, we can make it happen, boys and girls. Yeah, I think I've got it here. Let me just show the people. People are... See, is this on the stream? You did send it to me, didn't you? Oh, here it is. Uh, I can show you the, show the people quickly. Okay. This is what is, would be available to you if you were... That's just the T-shirt, though. You're that's just the T-shirt, but yeah, all sorts, all sorts going on. Uh, what was it? What's that? There you go. I mean, it's quite simple, isn't it, really? It's just literally just the, the word slug life. With, um, with a slug for the eye, but there we go. Yeah. Uh, it's not all good in the world of the slugs. First of all, well, actually, let's get through this. Uh, Oliver Gilly might have to become a patron just to start the Awugs movement. <laughs> Joe Tucker. Got to admit, you and Ollie Sage, he's in the chat right now. Uh, got Joe Tucker, got to admit, I might have to sign up to Patreon just to become a jug. My clan needs me. <laughs> HM McCarthy says, Are you telling me I'd be a hug? <laughs> I'd be winning no wars, <laughs> just ending them. Lovely. <laughs> yes. Because <clears throat> there was a lot of talk about the jugs and the rugs um, doing battle. Speaking of battle, Asan yeah. Majid got involved in the comments and said this, Flav, interested to hear your thoughts on this. Flav and James are creating mm-hmm. social classes, dividing the slug society up based on disposable income and the ethnic backgrounds of names. We need slug socialism where the driest slugs of society receive some moisture from their moistest slugs and we all help each other out. No hatred, just slugs slugging around. He's edited this comment by saying, the revolution has begun. Not even the power of Liverpool cracks and Manglu United can stop us. Viva the socialist slugs. 
unfortunately when you this isn't our doing right we're just observing from above we've created this environment <laughs> we've just seen well i was thinking more like god actually we sound more like god so we've created this environment and we've given you opportunity to craft it in whatever way you wanted to and like all man what you've instead done is create factions where you end up arguing with each other the formation of government is a is originally a collection of people who come together and put one person in charge to serve the needs of everybody. The minute that starts happening in the jugs and the rugs, then we've got problems, Jim. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes they might look over there and go, well, they've got more than what mm. we've got. Let's take that from them. Yeah. Don't compare. And to be fair, Share. we have said moist and dry just because someone can pay and can't or won't. That's just life, boys. I'm not sure. Did we make up moist? Anyway, the replies on this were funny. Uh, LJHD, Viva La Slugs. Barney767, I will follow any slug preaching moistness for even the driest slugs. You really are our generation's slug Guevara. <laughs> LJ replied, I have a dream that one day both wet slugs and dry slugs will not be judged on the moistness of our skin, but more the content of our character. I believe that one day we can all bask in the hilarity that is crying children at football games as one whole slug community without the oppressive nature of the wither we are not Patreon members. Look, <laughs> I get it, but this ain't the way the world works. People who pay will always get more respect from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, I'm trying to think of a way where we don't, we don't look like cocks here. But hang on, I'll just read the last couple of replies. Uh, replies. Uh, Asan uh, came back, the original person. One day we will all stand or lay beside one another, holding each other's tentacles in unity as we watch <laughs> Sheffield United survive on the last game of the season. This is not when... my, this is not my movement. This is yours. <laughs> this is ours. The, uh, this, when, like, when, this is a football podcast. When has that sentence or anything like it ever been uttered in relation to absolutely anything, Black Man, not let, let alone a football podcast? One day we all stand together and lay beside one another, <laughs> holding each other's tentacles in unity as we watch Sheffield United survive in the last game of the season. It's madness. What are we doing? Yeah, it's odd. Uh, LJ, I've accepted Lord Chris Wilder as our slug and saviour. Don't know where, how he got involved in this. I want to cry tears of happiness, but it'll burn my little slug skin away. Oh, of course, he's um, still about shutting eyes. Look, I mean... Well, so there's salt in the, in the tears, isn't there? That's what he's saying. What <laughs> I would opponents. say is, you know, you know, moist, moist is, where, is where it's at, is what I'm saying. Become a moist, join the moist revolution. At. Join the moist revolution, yeah? I, I don't want... We had, we had a good community here for a long time. Right, Lost, where everyone it's gone. there's no it's gone. one of the few. It's not. It's not gone. So we can get it back. Okay, but I don't. This is always a safe place for everybody, no matter what they are or who they are. That's so right? true. Right, and whenever someone came in and was mean, what did we do? We jumped on and say, "All right, less of that. Less of that. Come on. Yeah, less of that." And that worked for a long time. I don't want. I don't want the slugs to turn on each other. I don't want the slugs to turn on each other. <laughs> what? The... <laughs> if I had to explain this to my dad, what I do for a living sometimes, like. He just t- turned to me one day, right, after after leaving Ball Street, and he just went, you don't like work, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Dad, I don't like work. Who likes work, first of all? Like, you got, you got up every morning at 7am, get in the fucking van and go, fuck's sake, fuck that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm trying to think, how, so how do we resolve this? 
Um, all right. All right. I've Everyone becomes a patron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what if, what if for a short amount of time we give people, oh, actually, I don't know. Look, the, 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 how we resolve this is that you lot earn more money so you can give it to us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell no, you what, if we, what are we on? 147. If we can get, say we got to, say we got to 300, we'll bring down the price for everyone. Easy. Yeah, we're not interested that in how it getting works? rich. Yeah. I'm happy, to, I'm happy to have more people watching with the exact same amount of money. Absolutely fine. What, yeah, right. So what do we do an offer period where we just, for the next month... We make it two quid. Yeah, try it and see, and see if see if put the will the dry slugs put put the you know very very small amount of coin where their mouth is. <laughs> so we're not earning any more money out of this. We are just simply giving you an opportunity to become a, like this. Isn't helpful in like in a way it is socialism, but it's also not. It's um choices it. not as easy as we thought. Not as easy as we thought. Uh, it's like running running. Um, a colony of mollusks is not, is not an easy process. <laughs> exactly. We're, uh, we're learning here too, guys. We're learning here too. Dom, Dom, Dom Hayes says, Flav is Marie Antoinette. Okay. Um, what am I then? Let me know. Uh, let's, let's concentrate on the good that we brought, Chef Glue. Um, some people going, oh, hang on a minute, they didn't beat Chelsea. So obvious. So obvious. So obvious. Obviously. Then everyone would be onto it, wouldn't they? Ye of little faith. Yeah. Ye of little faith. <laughs> what happened it. last night, Jim? They won a game again. They won, Bris- they won, they won, a, they won a Bristol City team ravaged by injury. Um, Ellis Carr, just checking in. Not going to lie, James. As a Wednesday fan, I'm starting to develop a bit of resentment towards you, Flav, <laughs> and this podcast for taking away the only good thing about this season with United using, he's used stars because he doesn't want to spell the word, winning again. There will be casualties with Glenn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, and people people are criticising us, our magic and our influence over getting Sheffield United out of the relegation zone and remaining Premier League, uh, re- retaining their Premier League status. Mm. You know, it's things are going to happen along the way. This is what what this is what this life's about, really. Exactly. Um, if it's the same got, league at the moment, so we're not here to spread happiness to all fans. We're here right now. Give Sheffield United what they need to get out of the regulation. That's it. So, yeah. like you say, there will always be casualties. Um, West Ham playing Sheffield United, who aren't. I forgot to put them in the derby games this week. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Come on, Sheffield United, you can have that one. Like, uh, so the weird thing about this, I'm actually looking to the fiction and go, like, come on, come on, boys, come this on. Is one, this is one. This is where we start. This is where the momentum get, begins. I've watched too many American sports films. I think that's that's the problem with this. Uh, Aaron Dillon. They're le- they're legitimately magic if Sheffield stay up this season. Someone needs to make a statue of James and Flav holding a spoon in front of a seagull in a tree and plop it right in front of the Blade Stadium. I look forward to that. Yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah, uh, we, we need to do something special. Yeah. Uh, Roy Keane is the type of guy, this Lucio Dizero, to be disappointed by an Uber Eats driver's lack of energy when receiving his order. <laughs> <laughs> it's his job. That's your, but, uh, you gotta get, you gotta make it happen. That's your job. Um, um, the special one, Roy Keane is the type of guy to say celebrations slightly over the top after his wife has just given birth. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job. 
It's a charm. It's it's literally can't. what that's yeah. for. You were, oh, you, brought, you were brought into the house to bear children. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you moaning? That's what that's for. That's it, you know. Oh, it's too big to cut. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. That's your that's Babies your... come out of it. That's what it's for. That's your job. That's what we brought you to the club to, to do. <laughs> that's why you were born. That's why you... Yeah. That's how, we, that's how the world exists as well. The world goes wrong that way. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't crying and screaming when I put it in there. Yeah. I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> I did my job. Are you doing your job? He said, that's your job. Uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan Linton. Roy Keane is the type of guy never to ask, do you want me to grab you anything when he nips in to pay for petrol? That's so true, isn't it? He pays the petrol, he gets back in the car, he turns on the exhaust and he drives off. It's it. that, that is such a good... That, that's what's great. That's a proper British thing. I, no, maybe not. In, but just when you pull up at a petrol station, you always like look around. Does anyone want anything? Some crisps? Yeah, yeah. Chocolate? Does anyone want anything? Not Roy. Not Roy. Yeah, straight in and out. But do you know what he would do as well? Because he's on the driver's side and the pump is on the left-hand side of the car, he'd stop the car, turn the ignition off and, and look, at, look, at, look at whoever's next to him and go, well, go on, you do it, get out and do it. That's your That's your job. That's your job. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Roy Keane is the kind of guy to kick up a fuss with the young bartender at a family meal. Sorry, this is Josh. At a family meal due to his pint not having a good head on it, embarrassing his children and wife in the process, who were pleading for him to just leave it. Leave it. <laughs> That's, That's so good. That's um, the, the last thing- line of that. The last line of that's why it got in. Yeah, you pleading it. with it, just leave it. <laughs> just leave it, please. For Christ's sake. Oh, dear. Is you know that- what? These are these are wonderful examples of social observation. because yeah. like we, we all have seen that. We've all been a part of that scenario. Just leave it. You've, I, I bet people leave. have had that on nights out. Haven't you? You've got that one mate you can't. When he gets too drunk, he just loves a bit of loves a bit of a ruck, yeah, loves a bit of a fight. Yeah, he wants yeah. to start something. Just, and you're just going. Just leave it. Yeah. So many times. So yeah. many times. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Just leave it. Morgan Heath. Roy Keane is the type of guy to tune into the James and Flav pod just in case they show a picture of a crying child Roy hasn't seen and laughed at before. Nicholas Sinanan. Roy Keane is the type of guy to tell a mother, are you going to shut that thing up? Are you going to shut that thing up? When uh, her baby is crying in public. What? Why? It's weird because I'm kind of agreeing. With like, it's, it's, yeah, like, it's a concern. Really antisocial and really irritating when a baby's proper going for it. Now, I appreciate that the baby... Can't help it. It's probably hungry or cold or whatever the fucking things babies cry about. You can tell I'm, I've got <clears throat> aspirations to become a father, can't you? And um, but do you know what I mean? Just if you're in a cafe or restaurant, just take the problem outside. Take the problem <laughs> away. Yeah. Don't sit there it. and so everyone else has to endure it. I didn't choose for you to have a baby. You chose to do that. Yeah. You chose that all on your own. So why make my world worse by a choice you've made? It's tough, isn't it? It's tricky. Take the problem away, or yeah. I will. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I'm slightly concerned at how much, you know, how much transfer there is between your views and the joke views of commenters talking about Roy Keane, who has become a bit of a stereotype. 
Um, Christopher Cohen, Roy Keane buys a pint in the club, then tries to square up when he's knocked into and someone inevitably... Oh, I can't hang on. Roy Keane buys a pint in the club, then tries to square up when he's knocked into and someone inevitably spills... That's, I can't read it. Someone spills on the dance. So it just, it's, the English was wrong. You got excited, Christopher. We've all been there. It's fine. <laughs> uh, someone spills on the dance floor. I oh, got it. Uh, Ryan Shearer. Roy Keane is the type of guy to sleep with his eyes open. My brother does that. Does he? I had a, um, I had a girlfriend who did that. It was oh, frightening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, we call my brother Chicklid because he's got like he's, he's he's quite pale, and his eyes are, are like his eyelids are kind of red, and you can kind of when he sleeps they're half open. It just looks like a chi- chicken's eyelid, a Chicklid. <laughs> chicklid. So we call him Chicklid. Wow. Last for you, Jamie Cairns. Roy Keane is the type of guy to leave the restaurant because his date was five minutes late. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> We, we agreed on a time. It's your job to turn up on time. <laughs> it's, it's part of the day. That's the, that's the game we're playing, is it not? Uh, Amal Mahotra. Sorry. Roy Keane is the type of guy who would look down on you if you offer him a piece of your birthday cake. <laughs> He'll eat it, but won't wish you happy birthday. <laughs> really good. <laughs> really good, Emma. And- Overrated birthday, birthday cake, innit? Shit. Like, don't bring a cake to my party. You do feel a bit awkward when you're around the office and you got off a, you know, you've got this big cake and it's only right that you, you know, it's a kind thing to do to offer it. But at the same time, you're kind of making it slightly about you. It's difficult. I, like, at Ball Street, they had this thing where I'd never experienced this before, but on your own birthday, you're supposed to bring in treats for everybody. Cut. I do you know what, it's funny. We were talking about, we were talking about this. Uh, so, Fam didn't tell. She didn't tell her work it was her birthday because she just couldn't be asked. With the, yeah, with fair enough. I understand that. And I did that at Ball Street. And um, they all picked, so at Fam's work, they all, this is not a dig, it was absolutely, it's absolutely fine. But at Fam's work, they all picked, they picked up like, a couple of days later. They're like, oh, they were, oh my God, Fam, it's your birthday. And she's like, it's fine, it's fine. For mine, I, I specifically kept it as quiet as possible because I'd, I know what it was like in that office when it was someone else's birthday. It was like, it got midday, someone realised it was their birthday because it was on Facebook or whatever it was. Everyone went, oh, fuck's sake. Everyone went to, everyone's like, right, um, what are we doing? We're getting a card, are we? Right, I'll get a card. I'll get on my, my lunch, right? Get, like, are we getting a cake? No, I'll just get a card. They're going to be asked to get a cake. And then, right, and then, like, about four o'clock, you know, everyone's gone round and signed it, and everyone's gone, everyone's got a pen when they're going to sign it and going, I mean, uh, happy birthday. What, I mean, what joke have we got? What joke have we got? Um, yeah, yeah, you look like Sandy Toxic. <laughs> Happy birthday. Right, <laughs> get there. Then it gets to you. And then, right, then our our leader, who was incredibly awkward in these situations, so they go, right, guys, uh, uh, and he just he just go up to him and go, Happy birthday. Is it card? And then you're supposed to do a speech, are you? <laughs> you're supposed to do a speech. <laughs> and um, it was so shit, I was like, nah, no thank you. I'm fine. Genuinely, it was started by the whiff. The whiff, the stench. Don't look. I'm gonna say your name. The whiff. When she walks in the room, the whiff of. You remember this? No, I don't remember. All right, explain after because I'm not definitely not going to mention the name. It's just a joke. Okay. Oh, probably not even. Stench. Right. Anyway, this is getting far too new. Finally, last one. 
Tom Gardner, Roy Keane, is the type of guy to mysteriously meet three ghosts on Christmas Eve. <laughs> very yeah. good, very good, very good. Right. Where to now? Ah, can't, so conscious take. We've got a conscious take and then we've got a... What well, wasn't put down as a can't take, but I thought it was interesting. Jack28org. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm not sure that should be your name, mate, because that's obviously clearly your birthday. A couple of days before Flav's. Um, day, uh, day I propose. Anyway, conscious take. My theory on Liverpool's attack is that they used to have a week a week to come up with a move that would beat Virgil van Dijk and Gomez in training. And then they'd use that in the next match. They'd already beaten the best defender in the world with it. So the opposition centre-back has no chance. Now they just beat some League One level centre-backs in training and it doesn't work in the next match. Matches would have been easier than training, but now the matches will be harder than training. Thoughts on that, Flav? Um, I like, I, I, I like the, the logic. I like the logic, but it's, it's bullshit. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Because yeah, yeah. these... No, that's more, enough. That's enough. More. That's enough. <laughs> it's bollocks. Belt of Fort <laughs> yeah, um, I like where you were going with it, but it's bullshit. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah, it's um, utter dribble. If it gets you, through the, if it gets you through the day, Jack, fine. Uh, this I thought was interesting. Matt Bradbury, Jack, you can you, can you uh, not watch the podcast anymore, please, Jack? Are we banning him? We're banning Jack for a week. No. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you, what, it's not, it's not that bad. So I tell you what, just turn it off now. Kind of the rest of this one. <laughs> you, you you can't have enough. I'll tell you where you can. You've if you become a patron, you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get, you get, you're not triple the content. <laughs> Link is in the description, guys. Uh, Matt, just, on, on, I just, wanna, just just quickly on that, um, James and Flav community page. Louis, he says, "I've got a plan. We tell the dry slugs that we're going to lower the Patreon cost. Then we just don't and make them pay ten pound anyway." Jay Parler <laughs> says, "I second that." <laughs> So right, so so we'll take it down from what it was, and it's about ten pound now, guys. If you want to become a moist, moist slug, we're it's going for the low, much. low price. It's not that much, is it? It's not that much. Seven pound. Right. Right. So, oh, no. 
I can't remember what it was. I it seems it was that everyone gets charged different amounts. Oh, yeah, it does, it? yeah. So, you look, you might get it cheaper. <laughs> go, check, go check it out. <laughs> Matt Bradbury. So, we were talking about the 9-0 Twitter account. Do you remember that last week? Yes. The 9-0 so, yeah, yeah, the, the tw- South, Southampton guy who set yeah. up a 9-0 because it's... People mention it gets mentioned a lot when it's no, related. It. Yeah. So yeah, just to explain that the 9-0 Twitter account thing is because uh, there hasn't been a game since Leicester that one of the commentary team haven't mentioned the 9-0. Like, yes, it was historically bad, but also the commentators are so bad and just say the 9-0 thing because that's the last time they paid attention. What what I'd also what I also say is you haven't been this is at you, Flav. What I'll say, Flav, mm. is you haven't been beaten 9-0. The United game felt exactly like what Jim said. It was funny by the end. How wrong literally everything went. That's true. So are we banning the... You're not allowed to say 9-0 now. Problem... I mean, I didn't anyway. I... Yeah. So this, this, the reason I kind of read that, uh, read that one out is because I thought this was interesting. Archie Keane said, how many more 9-0s would Ra- can Ralph get away with before he'd have to go? He'd not only go, like retire. Like... You can't concede 18 goals in two games without it, people going, what is going on in there? I'd love to. If you, so you're a football fan, right? You support Southampton, okay? Mid-table, upper mid-table if it's going really well, right? Five games. Every five games, you win three, you draw one, and you lose 9-0. Would you be all well, right with that? Would you be fine with that? Uh, no, you need more than that. If, 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 you, if you, every 10 games, if you won eight, if no, if you won seven, drew two, and lost one nine nil every ten games, would it be all right with it? Where would you finish in the league? You'd probably <laughs> that, finish yeah. top. You'd probably finish second, maybe second. Yeah, you'd probably top. do all right. That's why I was yeah, I was doing maybe like you know. Oh, how long? What if it's like two wins, two draws, and a nine nil? It's just what you do in the end. I think you just become okay with it. It was just this is a quirk of supporting our football club. Every now and then we get done 9-0, <laughs> despite yeah. being quite good. I yeah, think, yeah, I think it'd be all right. I mean, after the game last night, where Spurs have lost 5-4 to Everton, I walked away from that game going, that was better. That was better than losing 1-0 to, or drawing one all than Fulham, right? right? right. So I, feel, Not- I think you're on to something here, Flav. So let's let's begin the football chat with the signal. Off you go. That's it. That's it. Fucked it up. There we go. It's fine. Football chat incoming, um, guys. So uh, Spurs play Man City this weekend. Huge game. Oh, Lost. Well, it's not two. It's not huge, is it? It's not huge. Huge would suggest that one team has a chance of beating the other team, and vice versa. That's huge. Someone's confident. <laughs> what's, what's likely to happen is we'll just get steamrolled by a brilliant Man City team. Like no, there's no Spurs fan out there that thinks we can win this. How to let's go back to the five four first then. So how do you how, yeah how did you feel about it? did you enjoy it? I mean I, I was furious because <laughs> uh, there's nothing worse than there's nothing worse than than like, playing a mental game and losing it and being knocked out of a cup. But I wasn't furious at the performance. Lot of set piece goals, wasn't it? What sort of started there, from there set was, pieces? Well, there was like the penalty, the dubious penalty they got. Hoybier made the first mistake I've ever seen him make at, at Spurs, so you can't be angry at him for that. Uh, there was a pen. Um, and Winks had made a mistake in midfield that led to the, the winner for them from Bernardo. So it's kind of like on another game, they wouldn't have scored those goals. That's how I came I came away with it. And we we played really well and showed a lot of heart with 3-1 down, came back to 3-0, 4-3, 4-0. 
had an opportunity to go 5-4 up in normal time when Kane slipped and kicked um, the ball, hit his wrong foot. I just thought, fuck, this is, I've missed this. I've missed a game where we're going for the, t- the other team. We're going for them. Yeah. My fear, though, my fear is Jose Mourinho looks at it and goes, told you, this is what happens when you attack. We're shutting up shop, boys. Because the, the, the reaction online after last night was nowhere near as bad as it was when we, um, against, against Chelsea or, 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 I can't remember, it's Burnley or, or whatever. Yeah, nowhere just, near just as bad. Just, yeah, because we started exactly. going, we, we go, we tried to play. And yeah. It looked like we were starting to believe in ourselves. If that's the way we're going to play under Jose Mourinho now, and he can start add some solidity at the back, that we might actually see a, a much more entertaining Spurs team that fits into what we want to see. Problem and is, we... his hand was forced though, wasn't it? In what respect? Like you were always, what were you, 1-0, what was it, 1-0, 3-1, 4-3? We went 1-0 up. You went 1-0 up, we well, we could have, we could have gone being three oh, yeah, or four. Of did, yeah. We went one nil up without Kane, and we've just going for him every time we've got the ball. It's like go, go. It's fantastic. And I was like, we was like, like in the WhatsApp group, so we were going, what the fuck is happening? We're attacking. Mm. For, honestly, the first time we've seen it, like unless it was like West Brom didn't really count because West Brom, they're, all, they're awful. They're fucking awful, right? <laughs> but we against Everton. Everton are not awful, and that's what probably why we lost is that they just have the quality to punish us for our mistakes. But we went for them at Goodison and we had success. And I think we were the better team. They had a, you know, we had some players out. Dyer didn't play. Kane didn't start. Came on at 55 minutes. So it was just, oh yeah, it was encouraging. I liked, I think I had no issues really. I was gutted that we lost mm. in the way that we'd lost. But if we're playing football like that, I can deal with it and we'll win more than we lose. Do you know what I mean? I just think there needs to be, like with a lot of these, a lot of the teams that aren't going to dominate games against the top six, you, I think you just, or Spurs in particular, you just need to draw a line. There's two different types of games. You go, there's there's the Man City and the Liverpool games, maybe Chelsea as well. And then there's everyone else. Now just have a go. At every, just I don't think you'll be, I don't think, obviously the sentiment will be much better. Um, under Jose and I don't think they'll do that won't do any certainly won't do any worse if they started playing that way it's that urgency isn't it that was like like the last I watched the I saw the uh, extra time and caught, catched up on the um, on the goals along the way and uh, mm. that's what I liked it was like there was urgency you're passing ball forward you're passing the ball quickly you're, you're like committing bodies it was like it was yeah. enjoyable do you know yeah so, so we spent a, a good part of a year Literally, this is our football, Jim, and you know this. This ain't saying anything. Is sit back and break, right? But the fact is, is that you get so little of the ball doing that that you could literally, and most because we were so defensive, the likelihood of us conceding was quite small. Mm. So you could have essentially watch Spurs like this on your phone, reading Twitter. Not that I did this because I was always like convinced we were going to concede at any moment. But the reality is you could watch something and then you hear us win a tackle and then you look at the screen and nine times out of ten it peters out and you just go back like that. That's how. That's essentially how much fun watching Spurs was. Yeah. Has the ball gone Last... to Kane yet? Or has the ball gone to Son yet? Okay. Yeah. That And that's it. And that's that. But you... So if you're not distracting yourself with something else, like most Spurs, like a football fan who really cares about things going on, they're not going to be doing that. You're so bored most of the time because you're watching the ball just go like that. 
washing the ball. Attack, we get breaks down. Yeah, like lots of sideways later, passing we, as well. Five minutes later, we might get another break to attack. It's just, it was so dull. And as um, Andreas said, the patron uh, slug, he says, um, what uh, was much better last night, actually watched us, uh, enjoyed watching us go through, go, going forward. Amazing. This is getting me lost. That's how starved of good football we've been missing. It is like, I, I think this year it's highlighted. That's been one of the sort of subplots of the Premier League. It's like, it's, it's how you're playing the game now. Like, I don't yeah. know if it's like, you know, it's become so, there's so much money in it now and, you know, everyone's a brand, but also, you know, you know, the different ways of playing football, the people diving into that in a lot more detail now, that it it matters. It really does matter That's... how you how you play football. Like, And so the Leeds thing, like anyone who was sort of turning up their nose at Leeds at one point, that's why everyone's going on about it. And they will yeah. get, and I swear you see it, like Spurs, when it was the Pochettino thing, I reckon you've got a load of new fans from that, um, yeah. that period. The initial start of um, of the of the internet, of YouTube, it was Arsenal, and they played good football, and they were kind of underdoggy. Um, and, and so they got a load, I reckon they got a load of fans from that. I remember doing the, um, we went to, and filmed a, like a mini doc for Bull Street on the, the, the march when it was to buy Munich the second leg. We were chatting oh, to yeah, a couple yeah. of fans there and they were like, they were like, I haven't seen us win. I've been sporting this team for 15 years. I haven't seen us win one title. And it was like, it was like right, okay. Like the, so, but, but the way, the point is that with the way that you play matters, you know, like now I don't think Arsenal would be bringing in as many new fans. You know, Spurs, if you continue on this vein, it's not what's the point kind of thing. Because it's the same for any team that's getting into, say, the NFL. You're going to want a team that excites you. So it leads, I think it could be leads over the next five, six years if they're, if Bielsa stays, because they, they yeah. have that way of playing. No, look, I, I was critical of Leeds, not because of the way they played. It was never about that, ever. I think no, you, I you, it, it, was, it was almost like it, was, it wasn't okay to criticise Leeds because they played good football. And it was just over the top, the 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 the, the um, fanfare that was created. And when Glenn Oddle, like I said on the pod previously, he gave the man a match to Leeds his philosophy. They <laughs> yeah. were just, they, it That's was fair. one of the easiest games to play against. It, it was so easy because they were so awful and gave us so much space at the back. That uh, so so Bielsa needs to be praised for when he can combine defensive solidity with that kind of attacking prowess and be a little bit. A little bit more, um, you know, deciding when to attack. Yeah. When when he played against Leicester, I watched the whole game, and well, I tweeted after. It. I tweeted after it, and I said it's fantastic. They were brilliant. They defended really well. They gave away um, some opportunities, but Leicester are a really good team, mm. and they deserve to win that. They could have won. Could have won by more. It was three one in the end. But the, so that was that was it. That was perfect. If they end up playing like that, and add a couple of players in as well, they'll be a force. But. It was just what I saw when they come to Tottenham. It was easy. When they played Man, Man United, it was easy. Um, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I get we need to have, be entertained by the sport. For so many people, uh, football is a distraction. It's something that they have in their lives that makes their lives better. Whether it's being part of a wider community, whether it's actually enjoying the football. It adds a lot to people's lives. And it's important. Mm. And when that actually becomes damaging to your life not not that it, it hurts directly but but it's um you know you're not enjoying it it's a release for, for for a lot of people and it's actually adding to more stress then that, that that is a problem yeah it's just it's such an investment of time isn't it and so i think yeah. now 
and and also in we we live in a society now where you can compare yourselves to other teams so much more readily like if you think back in the fucking oh you know whenever let's like say even early say the 90s when we started watching it you had match of the day you had the league table you had like c facts <laughs> and that was that was it like you weren't yeah. you weren't looking at all the stats all the time seeing who's and like hundreds and hundreds of articles like that's that's all fine but that leads to people comparing and like everything in our lives now there's there's such this there's this propensity to to compare with each other and so that's why it does kind of matter because if you're not there's nothing nothing gets over the high of the win like no like we we play i watched qpr blackburn at the weekend watched it with my dad and uh it was a terrible game (laughs) it was terrible (laughs) and uh and it was just yeah there wasn't real uh, any real quality and we scored the scrappiest goal ever. We fucking won. We fucking won, and it was great. <laughs> I don't care. So, yeah. but but so if you're not winning, then you need something to light lean on a little bit, don't you? And I think that's that's what's that's what was good about yesterday, and what will probably be kind of distressing about the Man City game. Although the Man City game is a little bit different, just because I'm happy to sit back. You're and kind of yeah. That's it. The expectations yeah. are different, aren't they? If, if we play like that, yeah, the expectations are massively different. If you allow Man City to play, they'll destroy you, mm. and because they're so good. But sometimes you have to set up. No one would blame blame Jose Mourinho for setting up defensively against teams like Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, teams that can hurt you and controlling the game that way. That, that isn't a problem, and, and and you accept it. It's just when you're doing it against Fulham at home that it becomes a bit of a problem because okay. those games are the ones you expect to win and see a bit of flourish and skill and some yeah. of your better players turn it on. It's not the games against you know the big ones, especially away from home, that you expect Huminson to run past four or five players and score. So it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's uh, patrons by the way uh, get in your if there's a football question that you want us to answer I'm going to go for the derby games in a second um, Rob Rob has asked a question go on I was going to say if we have okay go on answer that one we just said uh, Ivan Tony rotation option for Tottenham and Jan Stebor says just they got just got a ro- rotational striker in the summer didn't they Spurs don't rotate their strikers. We need a backup striker who's happy to sit there and do nothing for 95% of the time. Harry Kane will play if he's not even fit. That's the level. So if Ivan Tony wants to succeed, he's not going to come to Tottenham. And he's going to come up with Brentford anyway. So he should stay with them. Unless they bottle it. Unless they bottle it. I'm just saying, unless they bottle it. There's no excuses. There's no excuses. They have to go up. They have to go up. They might bottle it. They might bottle it. Mate, their system is so good and you well know that even if they bottle it this year, they'll be back again next year. They're like... I mean, everyone's back again next year, aren't they? But the... Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. Do you, know what, do you know what is really annoying? It's like, I, like, you see these different like stats things and then you go, okay, who's good? Right, but right, Brentford, is it? Ivan Tony's good, is he? Right, great, cheers. They are... Mate, they are... They have no excuse. If they don't go up this year, they are huge bottle jobs. That's a, that's sounds- a, that's, don't, and don't get don't get triggered by that Brentford fans that's just a calm take no, <laughs> you're the, clearly the best team in the league you know if you well, don't win it not. this year you know let's you know let's look at the let's look at history last season you know bottled it didn't you let's be honest you bottled it it was there these are facts and then look playoffs you know QPR won the playoffs Zamora um, Brentford have been in the playoffs 10 times is it I think they've lost every single time Really? Hmm. But I mean, I'm sure you'll go up this year. I'm, I'm certain you will. Just don't. Like, 
Bartlett. You're more concerned about it than they would be. Not concerned about it. So I'm I'm busy enjoying Queen's Park Rangers winning games again because Warburton's listening to me. Right. It's that time. It's the time for... Because there are a few knocking about. Not everyone got it though, did they? Not everyone got it. Now, I don't... I feel like we've gotten too nuanced at all of this. Right? Because there's a guy called Chris Wood... Uh, Chesnoid Gaming. He uh, he streams Football Manager, and he is. I've heard from good sources that he's probably one of the nicest people on the planet. We didn't get it, did he? Because we looked at the games for the weekend. Oh, for God's sake! Where is it? Hang on. There it is. Look for the games of the, this weekend. Uh, look, the Leicester Liverpool's there. So just to run through them, Leicester, Liverpool, Palace, Burnley, Man City, Spurs, Brighton, Villa, Southampton, Wolves, West Brom, Man United, Arsenal, Leeds, Everton, Fulham, and I forgot to put these two in, but West Ham, Sheffield United, come on the Chef Glue, and Chelsea versus Newcastle. Chesnoid went Leicester versus Liverpool. Brendan Rodgers derby at King Power. Now... I'm going to let him go because I've, I've heard he's a good guy. I've heard he's a good guy. What I found hilarious <laughs> was the fact that there was a reply underneath from Elliot Calendar, uh, Calendar, sorry, that just said, think about it. <laughs> it's like, come on, mate. <laughs> think about it, please. Can we think about it when we're doing the derby games, please? Guys, can everyone think about it? <laughs> Loved it. Two likes right. on that. Two likes on that bad boy. Um. And in t- even in the comments, some people aren't getting it at the moment. Stanley Stearman, just check it in. I've recently realised my Twitter is private, meaning James can't view any of my tweets. <laughs> I've been sending Derby game suggestions in for months now and crying myself to sleep at night at never being mentioned on the podcast. This right. now puts me at a crossroads whereby I'm now acutely aware that anything I send in going forward may be seen. So if I'm not featured, I've got no one else to blame but myself. This aggressive pressure will surely spur me on to great things. Really looking forward to the Emil Heskey derby at the weekend. <laughs> Cheers. All the best. God bless. What derby, Stanley? We do have one or two derbies. And, and, and of course, this is the uh, Ben Spanton-Walker <coughs> partnership with Derby Games. Uh, Rob Reed. Oh, yeah, this is, I thought this was funny. Robbie said in the comments as well. Just imagining a new listener trying to figure out what the hell is going on when James first refers to one or two Derby games this episode. He sounded like he was fellating a slug. One of the perks on Patreon. Get on there, guys. Um, anyway, uh, AK the producer. Good old AK. Still waiting for that picture. Still waiting for the picture of him. He's smiling properly with a spoon. He's probably sick of being told what to do all the time. <laughs> I'm not telling him all the time. I'm asking him to do one thing once. <laughs> anyway, he uh, he came up he came up clutch this week with the Derby games. Superb work. Smith gone. Smith's gone quiet, hasn't he? Actually, on the Derby games, he must have not seen it. Did, did he ever respond to uh, Penpal? No, I don't think he did. Oh. That's, uh, very much like Penpal's. AK the producer. Yeah. Listen to this, laugh. Southampton versus Wolves is the strange manager name when translated Derby. Ralph, small hut for a rabbit versus Nuno, 
Holy Ghost. That's amazing. That is superb. I wish I had the applause here. I don't have it. Unbelievable. Ben Spanton Walker, the Ben Spanton Walker of EastEnders fame, came in with this gift straight underneath with a rousing applause at the Oscars. What a moment. Uh, congratulations, AK, the producer. Great work. That might be one of the best. 83 likes on that. 83 likes. Fantastic. Uh, I think actually AK said, coming from you, Ben, that means a lot. <laughs> Something like that. That's class. Uh, Rob Turner. Chelsea versus Newcastle is that I would sleep with both the strikers. Derby. Wink. What's with the wink? Don't it's need that. I don't sex. need that wink. What? What you sound? You're sounding homophobic right now, mate. No, it's not that. It's just, it's just creepy. <laughs> I dust protest too much. I'd think. sleep with both of them. Wink, grim. Um, it's not I, grim. I, it's just saying what he'd want to do. It's that's fine. Well, look, if, I, I, I'd, I mean, Callum Wilson, sure. I don't get the Giroud thing. I don't think he's attractive. Just personally. pretty, isn't he? Pretty. If I had to. We spoke about this on Twitch, actually. I was like, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Loftus Sheik's up there as well. And Callum Wilson's a good-looking guy. Um, Loftus Sheik. Loftus Sheik. A couple out there that just, if they want your woman, can't do anything about it. Yeah, off you go. Off you go. In fact, enjoy. Mm. Unless unless Rob, let's know. Oh, Werner. It's Werner. He wants Werner. Interesting. Fair enough. Okay. Nico no Kazoku, I think. Everton versus Fulham is if you add two letters to our combined abbreviations, it becomes an eventful derby, which is what we're hoping for. Um, fair enough. I'll give you that. And this one's weird. I don't know if you know about this guy. Um, Con UK. So Southampton versus Wolves is the Francis of Assisi derby. So then he's just highlighted this. Uh, it was also said that Francis, this Francis of Assisi, of course, could tame wild animals. One story tells of a vicious wolf in the town of Gubbio that was killing people and sheep. The people of the town were frightened and didn't know what to do. Francis went to the town to confront the wolf. At first, the wolf growled at Francis and prepared to attack him. However, Francis made the sign of the cross and told the wolf not to hurt anyone else. The wolf then became tame and the town was safe. Thus, the saints versus the wolves is the Good. Francis of Assisi. Derby. Very niche. Very, Very niche. Good. Jack Johnson, Arsenal versus Leeds is the Guns and Roses badge Derby. Philip Brown, Arsenal versus Leeds is the re- remember when I said this back in November? Yeah, I told you so, Derby, which I'm not sure is bang on here, to be honest. He says, he apparently said in November, Leeds versus Arsenal, the our managers are currently getting a lot of leeway in the media, but if results don't improve soon, there could be a huge sift in their public perception. Although it's I guess there's, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of get what he's getting at. He's going, I, I, it like, I see where he's going, but he's, he's actually the opposite of what he said. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, I just wanted to almost check that with someone because I was like, "Is that the case?" Arteta's kind of gone, and he's sort of leveled out where he probably actually really should be. So mm-hmm. probably probably worked out for him. So who are Arsenal playing Leeds this weekend? Yeah, at Ellen Road? No, it wouldn't be. Oh, that is that is going to be at an Ellen interesting Road. game. That isn't going to be because they're. Uh, I don't know if you've been checking the XG. Oh yeah, but Arsenal's has been pretty poor again. Ten men didn't they the other day? Pretty poor. 
And yeah, actually, the Villa game as well. Yeah, they were struggling. Tom Cribb, Manchester City versus Tottenham. The our manager outshines and has a greater legacy than our club derby. It's true for Jose Mourinho, for sure. Um, yeah, well done. Well done. Well done. Just, just, just calm that one down. Not round. <laughs> Good work. Joe Maguire, Villa versus Brighton. It's a, let's have a look who's scoring for Brentford this season. Derby. As Balpai <laughs> takes on Watkins. <laughs> um, uh, on. Oh, just a quick one. like, Because like, Mal, Malpai... Watkins, it's like if you want to get a move to the Prem, yeah, you go to Brentford from the low league team. Do you right. know what's a little bit annoying about the Brentford thing? Is about well, Tony. We were in for him as well. He obviously chose Brentford. I know actually we couldn't afford him. We couldn't afford him. We are we offered like I can't remember how much they offered, but they offered more and got him. And, but you uh, wouldn't he would take take less and go to Brentford, really, wouldn't you? Because you know, route to the Premier League. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah, it's a little bypass. It's like it's one of those airport escalators, isn't it? Just jump on. But what, I'm, what I want to ask you is, as of someone who watches Championship football, out of the three, who was the best striker? Is it, Tony's on. Tony's on course to score the most. He scored the most at this stage uh, in comparison to the other two. Um, I think was it ten mil, Rob? Thank you. Um, I think it has to be Tony, just because of the reliance on him. The lack of creativity, not lack of creativity, but not the same amount of creativity around him. And he's like, he's got like nine assists and 22 goals. It's a joke. That's fucking hell. He also, um, Watkins had Ben Rama as well, didn't he? That's it, yeah. That's it. I think Malpai might have had Ben Rama for a season as well, to be honest. It's crazy. I'm just looking at Ollie Watkins now. Like, Aston Villa, Exeter City, played a couple of years at Western Supermare. And then Brentford just went, yeah, he's great. And he is. It was Dean Smith. Dean Smith bought him at um, Exeter. But Exeter, Exeter's youth, Hawkins. though. Exeter's youth products are mad. Like Ampadu was, I think Ampadu, was Ampadu at Exeter? I feel like it was. Right, it rings a bell. They've got some, they've got some, yeah, they know how and to do it. Mal, Mal, Malpai was from a foreign team when he was plucked. Yeah, he's French, yeah. Mate, they've, made, um, they've been doing it for years. Gray, Andre Gray. Before that, um, Tarkowski, Concer, um Tarkowski, of course. It's mental. I liked, I mean, I, I, my favourite thing was Adam. Uh, Adam Rosenbaum, who used to, we used to work with Bull Street, big Brentford fan, season ticket holder. Uh, transfer deadline day, watching he, all his good players just get killed <laughs> yeah, every yeah, single one. And he's just sitting at his desk watching. He goes, I can't do this anymore. We're just going to be this continually rolling out talent for other clubs to just come and buy it's so depressing that's i mean that's that could be the difference this year is the fact that like tony's not got bought in january <laughs> you know what i mean like those, that's generally what happens is like they're so good oh my god there's no way they can be stuck oh, oh taking our best striker yeah i mean they won't be able to keep him if they don't go up someone will definitely come in for him well no i think he'd, i think he'll stay i think he should stay. he should stay You're giving him an opportunity but What's he, what's he going to cost? Because they paid £10 million for him, which is a lot. I think Ivan Tony was released by Newcastle as well. Yeah, he was. He was a youth product. I remember reading about it before. But he, if he costs £10 million, they're going to want to turn. He's going to, he'll cost someone, if they want, if, if being contracted to Brentford, if they want to buy him, you have to pay upwards of £35, £40 million. Which is a big risk. But yeah, I mean, maybe. Would, would I, anyone come in for him? I guess it's like... Yeah, well, because with Malpine Watkins, they have proved they are good enough, you know, for the level. 
Definitely. So, so, and he's as good as them. So it's, you know, when people dip into the championship, I think still there's some people that are a bit nervous about, you know, can, can he make the step up? So, but with, with you know, the history that's there, it, it's quite clear that he is good enough. What's amazing as well is he was in League One last year. Like he was top scorer in League One, but, you know, Just, so he's made that up. jump up to the championship. It, what it highlights to me is that actually, like, if you're a proper good goal scorer, like, forget, the, forget what level it is. You'll be able to keep bouncing up. Because it's about scoring a chance, isn't it, really? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and finally, last one I thought was all right. Uh, Stanley, Southampton versus Wolves is the Hampton Derby. Is South take on Wolver. Good. Yeah. Petty facts, or petty acts, sorry. Right, football's over. Quite brief this week, quite brief. Quite brief. Good. Um, petty acts, Duke. So get your petty acts in the comments next week for next week. Duke, petty acts. At work, when asked to make teas or coffees, I would deliberately make bad teas so that I would no longer be asked to do the dreaded tea run at break. It's good. Same. Hang on a minute. Why has he chucked that in there? I didn't even read that. P.S. Every packet of crisps expire on a Saturday. Is that true? I did not know that. (laughs) Can that be true? Oh, my God. My head hurts. Is that true? I didn't even read that. Uh, it, it, if it isn't true, he's a genius because he's bust going, what? Because it could be true for some reason. You know, that's so funny because I was thinking, like, we haven't got any slug facts this week. Goals and facts is dead. What I was thinking was, like, just just give us, I mean, maybe it's dangerous going to get so many comments, but just give me, like, a mind-blowing fact. Like, yeah, the, the, you know, like, not, um, not, yeah. you know, like yeah, the like, tree one. You know, like, uh, what was it? Is it what was it? Sharks are old and trees. Trees, amazing. Yeah. Well, all right, let me let me read something to you. In the manufacturing sites, we work on production weeks, which starts on a Sunday. A spokesperson for Walkers explains all product produced in that week will have the same best before date. As the week ends on a Saturday, the best before date will always end on a Saturday. There you go. It is true. Wow. Mine. That's just shocked me. Lewis on, Lawrence. Danny, Danny, Danny Galloway's just thrown one in. You can't change the volume of the voice in your head. <laughs> you can't. I can't scream in my head. Oh, my God. That's so true. God, that's horrible. I like that as well. That was perfect. Shit, he's like, got another one. Oh, I don't want to blow, blow a load here, but it's Danny Galloway says, you know exactly what everything would feel like to lick. Yes. Look around you. Look at your mic. You know what that would, take, that would be like to live. <laughs> That's so weird. That is you so do. weird. You, do, you genuinely do. Like, I know what this would be like to lick. <laughs> Hang on, let me check. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it would be. I've got this algae repellent oh, agent. That's weird. Should I lick that? Why that's not for me, by the way. Bro? Fish tank, fish tank. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, I thought you, I thought you, I thought that cleared up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, uh, Lewis Lawrence, Petty Axe. Hi, lads. Just checking in with a Petty Act that sprang to mind after the Muller Corner story. Check out last week's podcast to uh, to know more about that. Uh, in the first year at uni, one of the girls hated drinking uh, slash partying. He used to make noise complaints to security when we were pre-drinking. Once we found out it was her, upon returning home after a night out, I used to take her Muller Corners from the fridge and eat only the chocolate toppings from the corner, then return the cornerless Muller yoghurt 
to her shelf on the fridge. One one. <laughs> wow. That is petty. That is petty. I'm okay with it. Jake Lund. Petty X, I once stayed at a friend's halls at uni for a few days. One day I asked one of his flatmates if I could use his chocolate spread for some toast. He said no, because it was his special chocolate spread. <laughs> fine, fine, I thought. Fair enough. However, after coming home from a night out, I was left alone in the kitchen. I saw my opportunity and I took it. I plucked a spoon from the drawer and I ate the entire jar of chocolate spread. It wasn't even that special. I didn't say anything. I simply just dropped two pound coins into the empty jar. <laughs> that is pet. that's weird as well, Jake. If someone done that, you'd be like, "Hmm, that's odd." Putting the coins in as well. I say, yeah, I don't know. Coins is like, look, there you go, get a new one. You were being petty, and thus I was. Yeah, I had no, why I had no it... choice but to do this? But why did? Why does it? Why has it bothered you so much? Just let it go. Like you you're, you're, It's a much more mature and wholesome thing to just let that go. Nah. Ben Moore. <laughs> Just checking in. Petty act. In my second year of uni, I lived with this bloke uh, who was a massive twat. Uh, engaging in standard crap housemate behaviour, like leaving food out and never cleaning up. One evening on my way out, I slammed the door by accident and this guy whose room was next to the door went ballistic on the group chat. I then decided that this could be a good form of entertainment every time I left the house. <laughs> he would then send these long, angry messages on the chat that progressively got angrier and more aggressive, which I would ignore. But then when we saw each other in the kitchen, he wouldn't say anything or ask me to stop, just glare at me while I was cooking my pasta. I never stopped slamming the door and would ask <laughs> my mates to do the same whenever they came round. I would have stopped if he'd asked me face to face. Um yeah, yeah, when someone's being an arsehole, and especially like people get very trappy on text or through Twitter, people are really brave behind behind uh, the, the security of your, you know, what WhatsApp or whatever. That's true. So fuck him. Yeah. Um Flav, just shimmy to your right a bit, just to block that sun out. Sorry, mate. Sorry. There you go, perfect. Uh, da, 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 da. I think that's that's your lot. Get your petty acts uh, in uh, for next week. This is interesting, Flav. Wow, what a moment! Well done if you if you've made it this far because it's going to be interesting. Flav's barber. This is called. Cool. It's not a apostrophe bit. S, James. Apostrophe S. Yeah, busy mate. All right, all right, all right. Long time. <laughs> Such a prick, <laughs> Harry James. <laughs> Long time slug. First time comment. I used to work in a barber's around the corner from the Bull Street offices. <laughs> oh, I know, I know exactly who this is already. Bull Street offices. And a lot of the guys used to come in, not to brag, but Adam on the ones and twos used to ask for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went in there once. It was fine. It was good. Uh, one day I was starstruck by the one and only Flav Bateman walking through the door. He sat in my chair and we had some great chat and I thought I'd given him a lovely one back and sides with a bit off the top going left to right standard left to right all right i finished i finished up and asked him how it was he replied uh yeah that's fine in a slightly dismissive tone fear that's set not true fear set I'm... in fear set in he then pushed his hair from right to left <laughs> i realized i realized i'd done it completely wrong and it looked fucked no that's not true but flabby and the geezer he is this is nice 
It didn't say anything and even left a £3 tip. They were quite expensive, that barbers as well. Flat yeah, they were. What, was it, what were they called? It was called... It was opposite like, the pub. It that, looked a bit uh, like rock and roll, didn't it? It was like... I feel like there was like a... Fuck. doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, years later, and it still haunts me to this day. Right, Harry, that isn't true. I've never... I don't think I've ever had a haircut in my entire life where I thought, that's not how I want it at all. It's just not the way I am. What? Huh? You've okay. never had a haircut that you don't... Uh, You've walked away and you've not been totally happy with it. I've always been totally happy with it. I'm fine. That's that you are. That's very rare. Listen, you can't get a a, a back and sides with a bit longer on the top. Wrong. I don't think. I've never experienced a barber that 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 has done it wrong. Actually, there was that one. There was a couple of times actually. Now I'm coming to think of it, where I go because I go Mikey's barbers in devices, right? And they've got five of them. And there's a one that's not as good as the rest. And yeah, that's I'm, so like, it. And, and I was like, oh, don't get him, don't get him. We've got a one in five chance, don't get him. Yeah. And, and and while I came away happy, I was like, this isn't as good as what the other lads would have done in there. But I to rest assured, Harry, promise you, <laughs> I I thought the haircut was fine. It's always fine. That's what I'm saying. That's good. Yeah, thanks. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what else I'm supposed perfect. to do. Perfect. Don't let it haunt you. Don't let it haunt you. I say perfect to really finish off the conversation. Just make it perfect. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Please don't ask me again because I'm not. I'm actually soothing right now. The um, I would love to know people's thoughts and experiences in a hairdressers because I think for men it's a very difficult space. A very difficult space. Well, I know exactly great. what you mean. You sit down and you go, oh, okay, I want, I want him or her. And you sit down yeah. and, you, and you're calculating it and you're thinking, hang on, there's three here. If she's quick with him and she's nearly done on him, yeah, shit, I'm yeah. Not gonna be, and you think it either works out or it doesn't. You start calculating it, don't you? Yeah, yeah and then you just um, you can't go. You, I, I'll never be that guy. Go, is what right if I wait for her? I yeah, think that's really but, but rude. There are, there, are, there are some people in this barbers. They just sit behind the barber that they wait, and they have no. They don't care. So I'm, I want. I'm going to go with him. That's it. Do you know what'd be nice is if behind the wall there was like there was like a a sort of sign for each barber's chair, and you could just go sit in that one. Well, you put your name down. Have a little chalkboard and you put your name down. That would be good. Um, uh, our, our mate Craig, who uh, used to work at Bull Street, he would go to a chair at Barber's that had a quiet chair where you weren't spoken to. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, he did. He, he loved that. He's hated having to go make small talk. I, I think it's fine. It's also fine if there's silence as well. It's fine either way. But he's like, don't talk to me. I don't want to speak. Uh, Ollie Sack says, uh, Jim's had some nightmare trims. <laughs> <laughs> and that... And that and that is you being able to write that down and me being able to read it out is what you can do if you're a patron. So thank you, Ollie. Um, I'd love to see your fucking hair. <laughs> it rattled. Mate, if, it, uh, if, me, it's anything, if it's anything like his voice, I'm sure it'd be superb. Yeah. Uh, children crying. Nathan Dibbs, kids crying story. I was at White Hart Lane watching one of the Europa League games and at the pre-game warm-up, the players were warming up shooting at the goal. Soldado... Brackets knows the size of our trophy drought. No, that's not necessary. Yeah, there's no need for that. Had a shot and smacked this kid square square in the face. The child was in tears, and the dad went to comfort the child. Sorry, went to comfort the child. The ball was thrown back towards the pitch, but before it reached its destination, it returned to the child, <laughs> hitting, him on, hitting him on the back of his head. One of my favourite soldado moments. Yeah, I'm look for the record. This children crying thing, I'm not, it's, it's not getting, ple- look, people getting it messed up. It's not about getting pleasure from a child crying. There's nothing good about that. It's, it's about football destroying 
the child's hopes and dreams in that moment. That's what's funny. Yeah, not, not, not yeah, not, yeah. I think you've, yeah, not, you've missed, not missed the pain. That, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. oh, let me tell you this funny story. It's kids in real pain. <laughs> uh, high quality rumors. Jacob Sushesny, probably an Arsenal fan. One time at school, a boy was absent for about three days. So get your high quality rumors in, by the way. Um, it was having for three days. So my friend and I decided to start a rumour that he was trying to do a cartwheel down the stairs and broke his leg. We had no contact with the guy outside of school, so had no idea what had actually happened to him. But every time a teacher called his name in class, one of us would say, oh yeah, he broke his leg trying to do a cartwheel down the stairs, sir. Mm. By some absolute miracle, he came into school next week with a cast on his broken <laughs> leg. I can't remember how he broke it, but the rumour that we made up out of thin air, thin air got taken as truth. Amazing. Good. Uh, yeah, not much to say on that. I just thought it was quite remarkable. Joe Hughes. I think Joe's a jug. Just checking in. Strange rumour went round my year in year nine. My friend once claimed his dad was the man who killed Bin Laden. <laughs> his dad had moved to America. We all laughed it off. Of course, it wasn't true. Only issue was that someone overheard us talking but misheard. The next day, the whole year thought my mate was the son of Bin Laden. <laughs> Got to the point where our head of year had to call an assembly. Wow. Cracking rumour inadvertently caused by me talking too loud. Love the pod. And uh, last one for this week. Cass, 1994. High quality rumour. I moved to the US when I was a kid. So apologies for not being British, being a British school story. Had a substitute teacher in high school who was rumoured to be a former employee at Medieval Times. This was a place that was a popular destination for school trips as it was a big arena where the employees were dressed like knights in armour and joust and shoot bows, etc. While all students would sit in the stands and watch. Each knight had their own coloured armour and each section of the fans would be assigned a colour to cheer for their particular knight. Sounds all right. <laughs> Sounds decent. The yeah. rumour was that the substitute used to be the infamous Green Knight <laughs> and would often win his jousts and sword fights. One time my friend talked back to the substitute and under his breath muttered, calm down, Green Knight. <laughs> the sub... <laughs> I love, that's a, uh, in American accents, isn't it? calm down. I can't do it. Forget calm it. down. Calm down, Green Knight. Uh, the sub immediately sent him to the principal's office, which only added more credibility to the rumour. We never found out the truth, to be honest. Good. Uh, and there is one more, but we've been going on for a while, so I'll save it for next week. Oh, this is a new bit I would love to, to get off the ground. Nicknames that stick, which were kind of we dipped into at different times, but just hilarious nicknames I would love. So get them in the comments, please. Uh, nicknames that stick. Ryan Mulligan. Nicknames that stick. In our first day of secondary school, one of the lads in my friend group ordered chips at the canteen during lunch. One older bully type lad from another school shouted chips at him when he was walking down to find a seat to enjoy his chips he was known as chips <laughs> he's known as chips McKenna for his entire school life and still is chips chips is good. now 30 I am um, just have you got one go on go, go for it if you've got no one. no just reminded me of a story of this geezer uh, I used to go to school with called Jamil uh, and we had a really strict head of year called Mr Digby and the way our school works is it is had two big buildings and there was like a joining joining building uh, that sort of that was smaller that, that connected the two blocks. 
and teachers were allowed to walk across it. So you to get the quickest way to go across rather than go all the way down. Anyway, we were in the classroom and uh, he just, Jamil just opened up the thing and his name was Mr. Digby, Mr. Digby. Okay. And he opened up the window and he just started going, Digby! <laughs> Digby! <laughs> Imagine we're being at school, everyone's supposed to do the lessons and you can hear this voice, not Mr. Digby. Digby! <laughs> so funny. So funny. Mr. Dibby come flying in the room and uh, he didn't get caught. He didn't own up. No one thrashed him. Dick Burn! <laughs> Dick Burn! I, uh, we had a couple at uni. We had um, <laughs> one guy. So one guy, we had too many Jameses and one, the third James that turned up. I was little Jim. There was a big Jim. And then as a third James, he turned up late and his, because his room was flooded. So we called him Floody for two years. But then there was another lad who... Um, there was like the at halls, there was the woman coming round to say, you know, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Are you happy with your room? Is everything okay? It kept going along. And like a couple of guys were in one, this one lad's room. His name was Andrew. And uh, the, the woman came in and asked them, is everything all right with your rooms? And uh, two, two of them went, yeah, 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 absolutely fine. And the this Andrew guy goes, oh, actually, um, I've seen some of the other rooms. Uh, the other guys have got a shelf. I haven't got. A sh- I haven't got a shelf. <laughs> and uh, he got called shelfy. <laughs> He's got a shelfy for like for years. I love that. Like the worst. The worse it is, the better it is. We had um, uh, my, my, my brother's Adam. Um, we was on the European away trip, Spurs, and it just happened that he he was always like pressing the buttons when you got on the trains. You had a button that activates the doors, and when you walk, walk through the carriage. You had to press a button, and he was just the one that was pressing the buttons, and he, he was called Buttons for the rest of the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Buttons. Buttons. That's class. Um, All right, Buttons. Any, any more you want to press or what? <laughs> so, yeah, it didn't good. mean anything. It was so. Not, he, he was like, what? what yeah, calm down, Buttons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calm yeah. down, Buttons. <laughs> Shelfie, because that was it. It's like it's a shit nickname, and he like he obviously didn't want it or like it. First day of uni, first day, brilliant. Right, uh, let's have a look at this mascot then. Um, it was the mascot of Tijuana. Here he is. Still love that badge. That badge's amazing. Right, you know, I looked it up on these little dogs. They're little hairless dogs. Yeah, I thought it was Doberman. They're not. They're called Chihuahua. It's not Chihuahua. No, no, it's not. It's they're called. Um... Wulu, a Wulu, or Tulu, or something like that. Oh right. Um. Yeah. So uh, they're little hairless dogs, basically no hair. Right. Okay. Well, there it is, and it, apparently they're quite muscly. But what is the story of the mascot and the badge? Fortunately, Daniel Burgess was walking his dog in Tijuana on a Saturday morning, and it was proper misty day. He couldn't see anything. Uh, his dog was clearly heard something in the dust distance using his supersonic hearing abilities and bolted towards the noise. Uh, Daniel followed quickly and saw there was a footy match, a cup final, in fact. It was a corner. Uh, it was a corner, and to my horror, my dog had got right into the danger zone, <laughs> otherwise known as the penalty box. The ball came in, and above everyone else, my dog rose, rose like an eagle. He put in an absolute bullet header right into the top bins. I saw it. Tijuana saw it and the opposition saw it. The whole crowd saw it, but the ref didn't on the account of the mist that he'd mentioned earlier in the story. The goal stood and Tijuana won the cup. My dog became an urban legend and their official mascot and badge. Still don't know how the goal stood. 
There you go. And uh, we were yeah. looking at Latin quotes. I feel like this, I, I think this should be it. Coy's King. Latin quote for the badge. Quid mihi et tibi visit. Which is, what have you won? Good. I like it. Because we All haven't right. won anything, but we're actually no. on the offensive. Which works <laughs> for me. Uh, get the opponents questioning themselves before the ball has been kicked, says Coy's King. Great work. Uh, and that is another podcast, Flav. Good. Done and or dusted. Um, any thank final you. thoughts? Uh, no, just thank you for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Come back next week. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, any 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 comments from the patrons? Any final statements? Let us know. Um, like we said, you know, if you want to become a patron, basically we do a mailbag each week. <laughs> so if you want to do that, then please do. It helps us. Um, but if you don't, don't. Yeah. Um, Joe Barrows has written Jesse Lingard I think, I think he's an exciting youngster and he's going to do big things okay how's Frank uh, I don't know yeah oh yeah that's a good point yeah is he right he was sick when he at the start Frank is he did a sick on the floor did he eat it up why is he saying did a sick sick's not there sick's not there okay why do you call it a sick he did a sick it's funny isn't it Okay. Right. Uh, right. Uh, that'll do. Uh, thanks yep. for watching. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Make sure you check in. Get involved. We'll see you next time. Thanks, patrons. Bye. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.